0: Live from the Robinson Auto Group studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time. About your worries and your woes Walking in the sunshine, saying a little sunshine song. Well, Mr. Slaughter, I'm glad to see your uh your, feeling whistler, better.
1: your whistler is back. I can tell you're feeling better today. You just couldn't get the couldn't get the pucker up the last Didn't couple of weeks. I feel days, like whistling but, hard. But uh, the the whistle is back, and that's good. It's gonna be a partly sunny day today, daytime high, close to sixty today, right now, moving up just inch by inch. But boy, it's a right, nice warm morning, fifty-two degrees at the Wheeling Ohio County Airport, fifty at the Highlands. We're at forty-eight degrees um at Elm Grove my backyard weather station in Elm Grove, and we're at about 50 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network studios. Uh, If you have something to say, you can say it on the phone lines or on the text line. Frio Stack auction service text line is open 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600. Feel free to use it as you choose along the way. Uh, If you're waiting for John McCabe, Well, keep waiting. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Uh, John had some personal business. I don't know if it was personal business. He had some business to attend to uh, this morning and therefore will not join us. Coming up just in a a few minutes, uh, my friend Matt Robeson is going to join us, uh, political analyst and commentator, former congressional staffer, former uh, campaign consultant. He and I are going to talk about the Supreme Court hearing on Donald Trump yesterday and about the uh, Joe Biden Report that came out from the special prosecutor. We'll talk about that in a bit, but first, I want to talk with B.J. Delbert, who is the planning administrator for the city of Wheeling, because uh, the city is working on its new comprehensive plan, and you will now have a chance to offer some public input into it. B.J., good morning. Thanks for joining us.
2: Good morning, Howard. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> Always happy to talk to you. Um, so, tell me um, first of all, give give me give our listeners a sense of what the comprehensive plan is. I mean, I know I work on it, but Tell them what it is and why it's important.
2: Sure. So the comprehensive plan as a whole is actually mandated by state code um, to be updated every 10 years. Uh, that's the boring part, but what we really are want to focus on is it really bringing the community together and being a part of the conversation for this new plan. Um, the first uh, community meeting is this Monday, the 12th, at Northern Community College, from seven to nine, where everyone can come and give their input and in things they really want to see in their neighborhoods, things, businesses, districts, what they want to see in their in their community, and, and really be a voice and part of shaping this plan.
1: What's the the forum going to be like? Is it going to be just a presentation by the consultants on what they're doing, or is it going to be sort of a you know a free form brainstorming session, or can, what? A
2: little- Both. So when folks get there, there will be a presentation by the consultants. Uh, They will show kind of some data that they have already come across, opinions from folks they have already talked to. We've been working on this since November. And then we will break out uh, and do kind of visioning sessions. And there's different activities, different uh, stations they can visit, maps they can visit, so what, what do they want to see and where is it located? So there will be absolutely uh, some information just given via presentation, but the bulk of the meeting will be you know, making sure people's voices are heard.
1: You know, and people should come with ideas, and if I may say so, having done this in the past, if, if you think it's a crazy idea, say it anyways, because maybe it's not so crazy
2: absolutely um, the plan is what's used for developers to look at and where do we want to spend resources what do folks want to see where do we want to spend you know time money energy so even if it is crazy and even if it can't be solved overnight absolutely if it's in the plan it is a document that administration and developers use
1: you know in, in previous years I can remember a couple of these public forums where I'd hear an idea presented in the forum. And I would, like, put my head in my hands and go, oh, you got to be kidding me. And then the more we would talk about it afterwards, say, you know what, there's some value in that. Sure. You know, maybe we can massage that and make it into something. So, again, bring your ideas. Um, and don't worry about feeling like they're crazy. Because sometimes those those are the very – at least that's my opinion. That's my... I would
2: agree. I would agree, yeah. I mean, nothing's too small, nothing's too big. This truly is the time to – You know, get your ideas on paper, get it out there. Uh, Like I said, a lot of things don't happen overnight, but that's why they're a 10-year plan. So, as you said, as we massage it a little bit, as it can come to fruition, maybe find the right land space for it. You know, this is really how ideas get brought to life.
1: For, they, folks need to know that uh, there have been a series of meetings already with different individual constituency, constituency type groups, with business leaders and industrial leaders, and I forget who all. But the consultants have talked to a lot of folks already. This is really the general public's chance to be heard.
2: Yes, absolutely. So the this is the first true community conversations. You're correct. We we have had had meetings already, uh, small group sessions, technical advisory sessions. But this is where we want to hear from everyone.
1: And how does this move forward? Ha, get the pun there, wheeling forward, move forward. I like it. <laughs> how does this move forward uh, then from Monday night? What, what, what happens after all that?
2: Sure. So we're still in phase one, um, which is they're coining, articulating a vision. Um, and then we'll move into phases two and three, which are really developing the plan, kind of deepening, deepening priorities and then phase four is expected to wrap up in November of this year, and that is when city council will vote on the full plan, and that's entitled launching into action. So part of this plan is there will be some action steps. What can we do in the short term? What are some long-term visions? So the full plan will be done November of this year.
1: And there will be along the way some other opportunities for both public input and public presentations on where the, where the process is going, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. So this is the where you can come. There will also be online engagement surveys for those who can't come. Uh, and just to continue to pull feedback, we re- want to try to capture as many voices as we can. And then there will be presentations and kind of updates from the consultants of where we're at and what areas we need to target for more information and things like that. So there will absolutely be other community engagement opportunities.
1: So this is the first Wheeling Forward community conversation of the, of this particular comprehensive plan. It is Monday night, this coming Monday, 7 to 9, at the community college, right?
2: Yes, sir. Thank you.
1: Hope that folks will show up there. I will be there to uh, listen to all the ideas, good, bad, and indifferent, and uh, looking forward to hearing what people have to say. So, B.J., thanks for the work you do. Thanks for helping us out here this morning. We'll see you on Monday.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Thank you. Thank you. B.J. Delbert is a planning administrator for the city of Wheeling. And Wheeling Forward 2034 is what the comprehensive plan is being called this year. Last year, last 10 years ago, we called it the Envision Plan, five years ago, actually. Um, So now it's uh, Wheeling Forward 2034, and uh, you'll have a chance to offer your input. That's coming up Monday night, 7 to 9. Folks, it really is... It's a chance to get an input into this. This plan is used by developers, out-of-town folks who come in, by local developers, by the city and by this. Once it's done, they go to this to look and see. And it has some force of law as well on the Planning Commission, for example. If someone comes and asks for a zoning change, we have to look and see is it consistent with the comprehensive plan. My point is it's an important thing. It's important that you get your input in. What do you think ought to be some of the key things the city is looking at in the next 10 years? So... By all means, attend the forum if you possibly can. 916 here on the Watchdog Morning Show, shifting shifting gears to politics. Supreme Court took up the um, 14th Amendment issue coming out of Colorado, where the Colorado Supreme Court ruled that Donald Trump could not be on the ballot. That's been appealed. It looks as if the Supreme Court justices, most of them, are leaning in Trump's favor on this We'll talk about that with my friend Matt Robeson coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show.
3: A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're a disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get your fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com.
4: We'd like to help.
5: Attention, Ohio Valley neighbors. Are you ready to embark on a journey to find your perfect home sweet home? Meet Kelly Kent, your trusted companion in the world of real estate. Step into a world of reliability, trustworthiness, and integrity as Kelly takes you by the hand to explore the possibilities waiting for you in the Ohio Valley. Kelly Kent isn't just a salesperson slash realtor. She's a devoted community member dedicated to enhancing the lives of her neighbors. With a heart for service and a passion for creating lasting connections, Kelly is here to make your real estate dreams come true do you have an elderly family member looking to downsize kelly specializes in seniors real estate ensuring a seamless transition to a home that suits your loved one's lifestyle and needs kelly kent understands that a home is more than just four walls it's a place where memories are made and dreams come alive kelly kent turning keys opening doors and welcoming you to the home you've always imagined call today and let the journey begin call 304-559-8501 this is kelly kent from Cannon and canon realtors Robert D. broker, and I just want to say let's go Knights.
6: Over the past five years Matt Jones pre-owned auto has helped over 1500 hard-working Ohio Valley residents obtain financing on the vehicle their dreams. We have experienced tremendous growth which has allowed us more financing to further help our fellow residents. From second chance finance to very competitive rates and terms Matt Jones pre-owned auto has it all with inventory to fit everyone's needs. That's Matt Jones Preowned Auto, your largest independent area used car depot in the Respects Plaza in Elm Grove. Like us on Facebook, check out our website, mattjonespreowned.com, or give us a call, 304-905-8302.
5: Motto Mortgage Valor is a locally owned and operated mortgage brokerage where they can shop your loan to multiple lenders with just one credit pull. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or a real estate investor looking to expand your portfolio, they have you covered. Connected to a large network of lenders and a vast selection of loan products, they can match your unique needs and qualifications with the perfect loan options available. Unlike banks and retail lenders, they have access to an expansive menu of loan products and credit scenarios to help a wider range of borrowers and investors. Motto Mortgage Valor. Offering you more loan products than anyone in the area. Call 304-905-8525.
7: HP Excavating and Septic Cleaning has been serving the Ohio Valley for 48 years. Offering septic, plumbing, repair, insulation, and excavation work. Don't let just any company work on your septic system. Call us today at 304-242-7443. Our number one business is your number two.
1: 13. Let's
0: have 13, Frio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Frio and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free on-site consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioAndStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Frio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. Last year, they took on the NFL and beat the spread. This season, they plan on doing it again. If you want to cash in, tune in every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for Good Old Boys on Sports with Baron Bob here on the Watchdog Radio Network and the All Sports Saturday Morning. Good Old
6: Boys is on.
5: I was the first in my family to go to college.
8: I was looking to
6: switch careers.
5: I wanted the highest quality, but most affordable option for a degree.
4: No matter where you are in life, West Virginia Northern Community College can make your dream of a college degree a reality. With over half of our students being first-generation college students and free tuition for many programs, Northern is the right choice for you.
5: I can go to college. West Virginia Northern Community College. You belong here.
0: He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine.
9: Would you promise to
0: be true and help
5: me understand cuz
9: I've been in love before and I found that love was more than just holding
5: hands.
3: If I give my
5: heart to you. I must be sure from the very start that you would love me more. You know,
1: Bob, what are we doing this weekend, right? Listening to the Beatles Listening to the Beatles song. Just like uh, 60 years ago. Exactly right. Uh, 60 years ago tonight, the Ed Sullivan Show introduced the Beatles to America, uh, and Beatlemania began 60 years ago today. Little Howie. As Bob said earlier, in my little jammies. With his mop top. <laughs> it was there. <laughs> well, I didn't know, but the, later I got the mop top. But uh, And my parents, my parents come, look at those, look at those kids with their, look at their hair. Their hair is so long. Again, what's funny is their hair then was uh, not as long as mine is now as an adult. So it's kind of crazy. 923-23 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So I will be but now listen, many of you will be saying, Oh, so you're gonna be putting the Beatles on your Spotify playlist? No. I'm going to be getting one of my old Beatles albums out. I still have a bunch of Beatles albums. I'm putting them on the turntable. And I'm gonna play them. Spinning the records, I am Spinning the records again. Yes, so. All right. Yeah. And I'll be listening to all of these different uh, Beatles songs. 923. Uh, let's talk about something serious, political, uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden and what's going to happen in this election. My old friend Matt Robeson is here with us, former uh, campaign consultant, uh, uh, congressional staffer, podcaster and all those kind of good things. Matt, good morning. Welcome to the show.
8: Good morning, Howard. Happy Democrats Disaster Day. <laughs> yeah, yesterday was not a good
1: day uh, for Democrats. Democrat. Donald Trump had to finally feel like he got a bit of a break on a couple of uh, ways. I want to talk about the Biden thing maybe in a minute or two. But let's talk about the court rulings. We have a couple of court rulings, I think, that have been interesting. Federal Appeals Court, I guess it was just earlier this week, right, did rule that Donald Trump does not have presidential immunity from prosecution. Which, that was a bad day for Donald Trump, but it was a good day for America, I think.
8: Very good day for America. A unanimous decision among the appeals court members, the the three judges, uh, one of whom was a Republican appointee, and they issued their opinion for the court. Meaning, they didn't want this to read as, oh, this is the opinion of one judge that the other signed on to. They wanted to make it crystal clear in the 57-page opinion that this was a strongly held and unanimous view on behalf of the court, and the appraisals from legal scholars are that this is a very forceful and very tight opinion that the president is not a king, he can't do whatever the heck he wants, he does not enjoy immunity for his criminality, uh, and therefore um, he is subject to the 91 felony counts pending against him.
1: Uh, again, had to be a very bad day for for Donald Trump in hearing that. And the some of the language I found fascinating in that ruling: um, former President Trump is now just Citizen Trump. What a line that was!
8: Yes, indeed. And I it, it was. I, I detected a little bit of. I don't think I'm alone in this. In in, in reading this, I detected a little bit of cheeky pushback from the court. Um, you know, the the entire idea was it, it sort of left one a little incredulous, this this whole argument that Donald Trump could do anything he wanted when he was president. The laws do not apply to him. I mean that's the plain English reading of this. And that's insane. That's just crazy. And the court tried its best to legalize it is up and, you know, to make it read like a court opinion, not like what i think most people wanted to say which is you're crazy man you're crazy (laughs)
1: everyone knows no one's above the law including the president that's but that that is the impact of that federal court rule appeals court ruling no one is above the law including the president again some of the language fascinated me in that appeals ruling um talking about it is inconceivable to believe that a uh uh, a man who is supposed to enforce the law would somehow be above the law. Those kinds of things. I mean, it just—it was a—it was a—I I won't say stunning because it—it it makes perfect common sense, and I think ninety percent of anybody who uses common sense would go, "Of course." I thought we—I actually, uh, Matt, I thought we had kind of resolved this way back in the Nixon days when Nixon said, "If the president does it, it's not against the law," and we kind of told him, "Well, yeah,
8: it—it <laughs> it is." First of all, your impression. Is uncanny, although it has a wisp of Sean Connery in it. Um, so, I that's which is also excellent. Like, I, I I, feel like you know, you're about to tell Kevin Costner you're bringing a knife to a gunfight. Um, so, that's great. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I almost this feels like the kind of thing we shouldn't have to say. And again, maybe I'm over reading into what the court was saying here, but here we are. We have to say these things that it's not. And yet, and I know we're going to get to uh, part one of Democrats disastrous day in a moment, but it it does read a little strange to me that this appeals court, which is one rung below the Supreme Court, but, you know, is seen as I mean, the Supreme Court almost never. It may actually be never with this kind of unanimous opinion. I think it is literally unprecedented for the Supreme Court to come in and reverse.
7: Overtime. So yeah. this is
8: expected to stand. Um, but it, it, it does feel a little weird to me that this appeals court could speak so forcefully to the idea of, yeah, the president is subject to the laws. And also he, and I keep saying he, Let's, I mean, it is he up to this point in history, but maybe not forever, he has taken an oath to preserve protect, and defend the Constitution. We all see it. That's why we watch the inauguration, right? And so he has sworn this oath to follow our highest level of law, and yet it seems like the Supreme Court is about to say, except for insurrecting, you can insurrect, um, because we're going to find a technical way to not hold you to that. But, you know, the rest of it, yes, you must follow the law. So... Let's take what a decisions? pause.
1: Let's take a pause here yeah. on the positive day for the Democrats, which was that federal appeals court ruling. Uh, do a news break. And then we'll come back and talk, as you point about, the Democrats. Very bad, very disastrous day yesterday. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll a couple of issues we want to get into. One Trump, one Biden, both good for the Republicans. We'll talk about that coming up next. If you can hang in a minute or two. Is that OK with you?
8: Oh man, something to look forward to.
1: <laughs> Nine thirty in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Matt Robison is with us. Uh, so is Taylor Long from the Ohio Valley News Center at WTRF TV.
7: Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your seven news headlines on this February the 9th. A local mother, Amber Lynn Brothers, is in jail after allegedly strangling her 14 year old son over a cell phone dispute. The incident was reported by hospital staff treating the boy's injury. Police found four other children living in poor conditions at her residence. Brothers faces charges including child neglect, abuse, causing injury and strangulation. Child Protective Services is now involved. Brothers is currently in the Northern Regional Jail. And some traffic updates for you this morning. Starting today through Wednesday, a section of Rines Ridge Road in Marshall County will be temporarily closed for maintenance. The closure will be in effect from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. The road work includes slip repairs and tree trimming. Emergency vehicles, school buses, and mail delivery will be allowed through. Commuters in the area should seek an alternate route. In Weirton now, the raising of a single beam yesterday marked the start of a new phase in West Virginia's manufacturing industry. Form Energy celebrated as the final section of steel was put into place for its iron air battery plant, which only broke ground nine months ago. Since Governor Justice announced the factory at the end of 2022, the state has aided in its rapid progress with a $105 million investment. The president of Form Energy calls it an only-in-West-Virginia type of timeline. The Renewable Energy Project has already recruited hundreds of hires in the northern panhandle with two hiring events this year fully booked up. Form is expecting to switch on its heavy machinery later this year. And listen to this. Historic Fort Steuben, in partner with America 250 Ohio, has launched the 4th Grade History Pass program. The initiative allows every 4th grade student in Ohio to visit participating history-related museums and sites for free when accompanied by a paying adult. The program, which aligns with the 4th grade curriculum, aims to foster curiosity about the nation's history ahead of the 250th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you.
3: A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're a disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get your fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com.
4: We'd like to help.
6: My name is Waleed Gharib. I'm an interventional cardiologist at WVU Reynolds Memorial Hospital. One thing that I would like people in this Ohio Valley and across West Virginia and really across the country to know, the goal of health care is not to help you get by. It's not just to keep you alive. It's to help you thrive. And if we can get you back to your 100% potential, that's our goal, and we're gonna keep working at it until we get as close to it as possible. tough are you. It's the 43rd Annual Budweiser Tough Man Contest. Co-sponsored by WTOV9, Eagle 107.5, Wheeling, Ohio County CBB, Thomas Auto Centers, The World Gym, Jill's Gentleman's Club, A Class Act, ICR Equipment Rental, Sales and Supply, and Honda Direct Line. Coming February 16th and 17th to Wheeling's West Banco Arena. If you think you're tough enough and willing to get in the ring and prove it, sign up to fight at WBToughMan.com. Ladies, if you want to be a ring girl and strut your stuff in the ring, sign up at WVToughman.com. Tickets go on sale this Saturday at the West Banko Arena box office or online at WestbankoArena.com. It's the 43rd annual Budweiser Tough Man Contest coming February 16th and 17th to Wheelings West Banko Arena. Planning to stay in Wheeling Tough Man weekend? The Wheeling Ohio County CVB is offering special hotel rates for Tough Man fighters, ring girls, and fans. For details, visit WVToughman.com. Get your tickets today and tough it out.
0: He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine.
1: 34, 26 of the hour, Watchdog Morning Show, 54 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 52 at the Highlands, 50 in Elm Grove. And what do we have here? Still 50, Bob? We are up to 52, Howard. 52 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network studio. It's going to be a partly sunny day. High of fifty-nine, sixty today, maybe some rain overnight tonight. Going to be a warm night tonight. Another warm day tomorrow with some rain. Cool down a little bit on Sunday. It'll still be sunny. Then we begin to get some rain, even some snow mixed in over the weekend. The temperatures begin to, to drop. But a couple of good days. Enjoy yourself today. Uh, with me is Matt Robeson, a former campaign consultant, former uh, congressional staffer, podcaster, broadcaster, and uh, generally speaking, a nice guy. Yeah, I think uh, he's, he's a nice he's Great good, guy. He's a good guy. Uh, Matt is here with us this morning to talk about, in this segment, what was a just a, a bad, bad day for Democrats yesterday, uh, Matt. Let's start with the Supreme Court. Now, they didn't rule. But you got a pretty good sense of where they might be headed in this issue of the fourteenth Amendment.
8: Yeah, you got a pretty good sense and it's it's look, Democrats have had a Lucy and the football feeling about Donald Trump for about nine years now. It just Seems like we're always on the cusp of he's gonna be impeached and convicted and sent to jail and then launched to the moon and then they're going to explode the moon and then we'll be rid of him. And it never happens. And I know we've gone through this so many times, and this fourteenth Amendment thing seemed like a long shot. But I am, after all, a human being and a Democrat, um, to the extent that those things overlap, and <laughs> I was allowing my hopes to get A little bit up because, like the rest of us, I exist in a little bit, just a little bit of a social media filter bubble. I mean, I do actually talk to live Republicans, good Republicans, nice Republicans on my show on Beyond Politics. So I'm not completely closed off from the rest of the world. But nonetheless, I was reading a ton of legal arguments from prominent scholars going into yesterday saying, This is a no-brainer. You know, this argument started with super-duper conservative legal scholars saying the 14th Amendment thing, it's open and shut. Trump should be kicked off the ballot and probably launched to the moon. Um, And so when it got to the hearing yesterday, I was pretty crestfallen uh, to see that no one agreed with that, uh, including like Ketanji Brown-Jackson, Elena Kagan. Um, There were three issues. You can boil it down, basically, the questions before the court to three issues. One, does the 14th Amendment cover presidents, i.e., is he an officer uh, uh, under the language of the 14th Amendment? This seemed like an open and shut no-brainer. So when Justice KBJ, one of my new favorites, said, why didn't they put the word president in the list of positions that the amendment applied to, it was like, it was like Alderaan had gotten exploded and a million voices cried out and were suddenly silenced. It was just like, oh, my gosh, KBJ isn't with us on the simplest of these questions. This is bad.
1: And I'm with you. That, to me, that – and I, I disagree with, 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 with her position on that, uh, what seeming position on that. How can you – believe that this resur- uh, resurrection insurrection clause was was uh, was put in there to prevent well, this is about a
8: resurrection yeah
1: man. it is here in some <laughs> You're cases
8: resurrect the dude.
1: it was put in here to prevent people who engaged in uh, direct actions against the democracy of america to not be allowed to do it again essentially how can you believe that the president—you the, know, I, want, I wanted to shout, the reason they didn't write it in is because they didn't think they had to.
8: Yeah, it. there are plenty of arguments that seem to make that point, obviously. But there are legal scholars who take the Ketanji Brown-Jackson line on this and they say it is a little weird that if they wanted the president, they didn't say the president. And, I mean, look, it, there are— There has been a lot of speculation that what the court is really after is an off-ramp. I mean, just to kind of cut to the chase on all this, that they're really after is an off-ramp, right? So the issues they were looking at yesterday were, is he an officer? Um, Did he engage in insurrection? And can an individual state like Colorado remove a candidate from the ballot, or do you need congressional action? And I I think that it's unlikely— if they're going for a narrow ruling here that would avoid being like a broad precedent for all time, I don't think it's super likely that they're going to pick on this officer question as the basis for this, because that would have lots of unintended consequences. It would mean like the emoluments clause of the constitution wouldn't apply to the president anymore. It would be like, that would be really, really weird. I think it's a lot more likely that they're going to do kind of the direction that uh, Chief Justice Roberts was signaling, which is, it's, it's really hard for a single state to make this determination for the rest of the country. And in fact, I thought this argument actually had some merit. He said that the whole point of the 14th Amendment was to restrict state power, right? Not let states go off and, mm-hmm. you know, launch a civil war. And that that would seem to be it would seem to be weird to then allow it under what Colorado wants to do, kicking Trump off the ballot. It would have allowed after the Civil War for the Confederate states to say, well, we too can disqualify candidates from holding federal office, even though they were the ones who had just insurrected. I think that argument has some merit, and I think that's probably the off-ramp they're most likely to take. But can I can I doom scroll for your, for your audience for just a second? Sure. Because it was, all could be much, much worse. Right? You want to hear the bad news version of this? I
1: thought this, this was out. the bad news.
8: No, no, no. Howard, Howard, um, grab your cup of coffee so you can do a spit take or maybe grab the hemlock. Um, so well, there is a, a theory out there that the MAGA justices could just be fixing to um, kind of give Trump a clean bill of health and say, he didn't engage in an insurrection. That wasn't an insurrection at all. They could they could say that, right? They could just say this is all this is all piffle. Um, that would be terrible. Well, oh, there are other bad versions of this, by the way. Um, they could they could rule that the Fourteenth Amendment applies to candidates, right? But but uh, it does not apply to candidates, but it does apply to office holders. In, other so words, in Tr- that case, Trump
1: couldn't be kept from the ballot, but he could con- If that logic were to hold, which he
8: wins, then he could be, be up to Congress. So you could have this end of America version of events where we elect Donald Trump and a Democratic Congress, and then a Democratic Congress says that the president elect is ineligible to assume office. Civil war. Civil war.
1: I have, I did not know. I mean, obviously, none of us know. I, I really didn't have a strong indication what I thought the Supreme Court would do. I, I thought it would be a perhaps a narrow vote, but I thought it might go one way or the other. There are some legitimate arguments to me. To be, unlike the appeals court ruling we talked about earlier, which I think is just a slam dunk, the president cannot engage in does not get immunity. There are some arguments here that have some validity to me. Part of it is it is so. What's the word I want to use? Unclear, but that's not the strongest word. What exactly is the mechanism? Okay, so you, so the states then decide, but who does it? We have uh, we have one secretary of state who's made that decision, you know, the Supreme Court in Colorado makes the decision. Who makes the decision? It, it, it's so muddy that I, it, it's it's hard, to, you know, to, to figure out. So I I, I get that argument, um, and I get the argument that he is not technically guilty, as in a criminal prosecution of insurrection. Uh, We all smart people say it was an insurrection and he was motivator of it, but I don't know. So anyways, my point was I, I, I expected this to be a very perhaps narrow vote, but I thought it could go either way. But it looks like it's going to be leaning strongly in Trump's favor.
8: It does. It does look that way. And what I think we have to watch for now, since it's vanishingly unlikely that the Supreme Court will do America's work for us, and let us off the hook by booting Trump off the ballot. What we have to look for is what flavor of this are are they going to take? What kind of off-ramp are they going to take? I agree with you 100% that the cleanest and the most logical, the thing that would make the most sense to Americans, to to, to citizens, is to say, hey, we're not going to speak to this question of whether this was technically an insurrection. Hint, look it up in the dictionary. It was an insurrection. Um, we're not going to speak to Trump's role in the insurrection. We're going to say that no individual state can make that determination. Congress has to make that determination and, and pass a law. Um, and that, that seems to have the fewest downsides. All right.
1: So here's a reality. Um, assuming that the, 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 the inferences we draw from yesterday's questioning – turn out to be correct the 14th amendment uh, issue is just not going to come to bear donald trump is not going to be automatically disqualified we're still going to have an election coming up which means there are still two things that, that we need to hopefully focus on one is just beating him at the polls and number two uh, he still faces criminal charges. Now, he could still be president, even though he's convicted, but he still faces criminal charges, and he could easily be indicted there. So those are the two uh, positive things. Now, Matt, I'm looking at the clock. I need Bob, do I need to take a break?
4: We do. We have one more. All
1: right, I need to take a quick break. I want to get a quick take on the Biden uh, special prosecutor's report when we come back. All right? Hang on, Matt. Will do. Whether you're a flooring professional or a DIYer, the flooring center is here to help offering over 50 brands of the best carpet vinyl ceramic tile hardwood and laminate the flooring center in wheeling has all of your answers with generations of experience their flooring professionals offer full design and drafting on site for your convenience competitive prices on material and installation allows them to work with any budget so stop in today the flooring center in wheeling better floors better prices THE HIGHLANDS IS THE OHIO VALLEY'S TOP SPOT FOR SHOPPING, DINING AND ENTERTAINMENT TOO. PLAY A ROUND OF SIMULATED GOLF AT THE FOUR SEASONS COURSE. GRAB A MOVIE WITH FAMILY OR FRIENDS AT THE Marquis CINEMAS FEATURING 14 SCREENS OF THE HOTTEST NEW MOVIES IN ALL DIGITAL AND 3-D. PLUS SPECIAL PROMOTIONS LIKE FLASHBACK CINEMA OR VISIT THE HIGHLANDS SPORTS COMPLEX WITH turf. Sports, climbing wall and an arcade, shopping, dining and entertainment just off I-70, the top of the hill,
0: the Highlands. The timeless sounds of polka live here. Join us 9 to 11 a.m. on Sundays for the Polka Showcase with Rich Biella. Sunday mornings never sounded so good. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll from the Robinson Auto Group Studios. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. What would you think if I sang out it tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me?
9: Let me
1: slider said earlier this morning and talking about the highlights of the week gone by uh we we succeed bob with a little help from our friends all our various guests it come helps in, the experts that we can call on and it uh it you know if it was just you and me on this show yikes yikes Before, it'd be a lot of highlights wouldn't it you'd be a lot of highlights yeah um frio stack ox service text line howard why don't you get a guest that you don't agree with this is boring if it's boring uh, go away um I do have guests I don't agree with, but listen, I I think back to the early days of Rush Limbaugh. When Rush Limbaugh used to say, I am equal time, that's the approach I make. 90% of everything you hear in the media, television and radio, is going to be from the MAGA, right-wing, radical perspective. There are a handful of us, like Matt Robeson and Beyond Politics, which you can listen to as a podcast, on Apple Podcasts and other podcast places, or me, that try to present you with a variety of intellectual and different perspectives, and I try to bring to you things that you won't hear on the other places. Pardon me for taking your time to rant there for a minute, Matt, but that's that was my rant.
8: No, no, no. You're promoting my show. Please go on.
1: <laughs> Matt, a minute or two left, uh, but I want to take a touch base with the uh, special prosecutor's uh, report that came out yesterday, I just popped up on my screen a headline, I think it's HuffPost, it says, a political nightmare for Joe Biden. Uh, the, the prosecutor said that Biden willfully and intentionally withheld classified material, uh, but they're not going to bring charges against him, all of which sounds good until you get to the, the sort of the rationale where the prosecutor says, why he was just like an old man who just didn't know what was going on. I mean, if ever somebody was going to put into writing the the claims the Republicans are making that was in that report.
8: It was not good. Uh, It was terrible. And anyone with, I I mean, uh, unless you're like going in for Nigerian Prince email scams or buying a swampland in Florida, you can see that this was a political hit job. Um The language here was a was a clear political hit job. It broke DOJ rules on you. you there's a rule. If You're not going to prosecute someone. Don't then accuse them of all kinds of stuff, which is exactly what this guy did. But I'm going to make a case here. I'm going to make you feel better, Howard. OK, I'm not sure how much this is going to matter a week from now. I could be wrong about this. But here's the thing. There's plenty of ammunition out there for the storyline for Republicans that Joe Biden is too old and that he's a doddering old man. They've got the video. They've got they've got plenty of instances like he mixed up, you know, the president of Mexico and the president of Egypt yesterday. They've got plenty of that on tape. I'm not sure that this language on top of it is really going to be as much of a lasting political disaster as the immediate headlines are making out.
1: Well, you're you're probably right about that. We talk a lot here in West Virginia about the variety of problems that Jim Justice, the governor, has. Governor now running for the U.S. Senate seat, um, he doesn't show up for work. He does. He has these huge debts and so on and so forth. But the phrase uh, "Hoppy Kirchhoff, my, co- my colleague here and I often use, that's already baked into the pu- public's perception. So every time, Perfect. every yeah. time new information comes out, it's like, yeah, but we kind of we knew that. So I, I, your point is well taken that that this is. This may not add much to it, other than for a couple of days, you'll hear, see, hear and see a lot of folks on Fox News and other places beating this report. But probably it will move move on uh, too too quickly, I think. Yeah, or uh, fairly quickly.
8: Yeah, I mean it's it's text in a written report. I mean, look, people are drawing comparisons to the Comey letter ten days out before the 2016 election, where you know he, Comey pulled the same routine and he criticized Clinton. And but it's uh, yes. There is a parallel there, but there's a huge, huge difference. It's February, right? And that was right before the election. Uh, There's going to be so much between now and then. I would be super surprised if this characterization in this special counsel finding sees the light of day and is under discussion in October. The issue of Biden's age and mental capacity will be. We can't avoid that as Democrats. So we're just going to have to make this a choice. Don't compare me to the almighty. Compare me to the alternative. And the alternative, in this case, is the opposite of the almighty.
1: Who, I might point out, himself has been to show signs of, of not holding it all together.
8: Oh, you think? Um, signs is the, a, a wonderful euphemism there. Um, you know, I mean, he has got some. And I say this with great respect to our elders who are suffering from dementia. I mean, this has touched my family, so I'm not meaning to make light of it. But Donald Trump's extraordinary word salads are it's just it's laughable. It's laughable that somehow Biden is being picked on for this issue when, I mean, talk about being in a glass house. My goodness.
1: (laughs) Matt, I got to run on. I appreciate your time this morning. Always good talking to you. I sure will do it again in the fairly near future. People can check you out with the Beyond Politics podcast wherever they get their podcasts.
8: Beyond Politics Podcast, please subscribe. We do have a diversity of opinions, um, and it's uh, it's smart and great listening. And, uh, yes, bring me back on a better day for Democrats. Yeah, we'll <laughs> try and find
1: one. All right. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Matt Robeson, former campaign consultant, former con- uh, congressional staffer, uh, host of a Beyond Politics Podcast, uh, and one of our regular contributors here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We're at 7 before the hour, and it's a nice warm day outside. Going to be a nice sunny and warm, at least partly sunny day, warm day today. Good, good day to get out and do something, but in the meantime, stay in touch with the news on what's happening at Channel Seven. Bob Westfall is here. Good morning, Bob.
9: Morning, Howard. How's everything in your world? Well, you know, things are things are pretty good.
1: The weather is good today. We've been celebrating the 60th anniversary of the Beatles' arrival on the Ed Sullivan Show. And I'm a gigantic Beatles fan, so we've been playing Beatles music this morning. That makes me feel good. It's almost ten o'clock, which is uh, quitting time, and it's a Friday, which means the weekend is here. And my, where grands- you to eat? and my grandson is off school today, so when I get home, I'll be able to play with him all day. You know, Life is good. Life is good. Bob, are you ask gonna you, you where you're going to eat at. Where am I going to eat where at? I, eat? It's a great question. I'm. Uh, I, I'll probably. Let, I'm going to. Hopefully, Teddy will pick a place. Last time, he wanted to go to TJ's. so maybe TJ's. I don't know. Oh, there you go. Sounds good. Wherever it is, I'll be happy because it's food. There you go. Yep, absolutely.
9: What you got going today? All right, some things working on. Uh, the USDA is going to be in town, Triadelphia. They're going to make an announcement. To, uh, uh, looks like they're going to award around nine million dollars to several different projects, including the town of Triadelphia um, uh, for a water system. Uh, so we're going to be there. Jake uh, McLaughlin is going to be covering that. That's today at 10:30. Uh, in other city news, uh, uh, we are going to talk to City Manager Rick Healy in Moundsville. Uh, they were named an on-track city, which is, which next step would be to be named a Main Street city, which is a huge deal because of the economic uh, uh, impact and the input that you get from the state and from the federal government uh, for your. Uh, for your downtown businesses, your downtown streets, your downtown infrastructure. Uh, so, we're going to talk to Rick, great guy. I like talking to him all the time. So, we'll have that t- today as well. Uh, something a little further north, as you know, Bel Air is going through uh, water meter replacements. So well, the city of Wintersville also now is uh, talking to its citizens about getting their meters uh, uh, replaced. Uh, so, we're going to do a little bit of a preview, a little explainer of what that's all about. Colin Roos will have that today. Uh, so we've got that. I'm going to talk to Rabbi Leaf on the flags that are outside. If you've driven past the temple, mm-hmm. you'll see the little flags. We're going to talk to Rabbi Leaf about the meaning of those flags and what that's all about. I was just looking at those, uh, last,
1: I was just, just looking at those last night as I drove past. So I'll be curious to see what he has. Cause I, I was wondering that myself, so good.
9: I look well, forward to go. seeing that. Yeah. So we will have that. We will explain that. And, of course, uh, it's National Pizza Day. Oh, I didn't know that. It's National Pizza Day and we're going out to, to do DeFelice Pizza because they are selling their heart shaped pizzas this year oh, that's right. again for charity. So it is that time of the year, so we will have that. And it's Super Bowl weekend here on C B S, so we will have that Sunday. Um, so um, get your snacks, get your stuff, get ready for Super Bowl Sunday.
1: Do you do a Super Bowl party or anything? Are you that you know?
9: Oh yes. Yeah. So I'll i uh, some friends and some family over. I got some people coming up from Virginia, so, so what what is it what, nice.
1: what do you have at your Super Bowl party?
9: Food. Okay. Well, all right then. <laughs> I mean, chips, chips. I mean, we have a little bit of everything. Wings.
1: Yeah, uh, wings. I'm thinking uh, wings. Uh, I'm not I'm not a big Super Bowl fan. I don't care much about the teams, but it's always a good opportunity to have eat wings. That's what I look at. So we'll have to get some wings oh, for yeah. the house,
9: you know. Absolutely. Have some wings.
1: All right, hey Bob, have a good weekend. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl party, and I'll talk to you again on Monday. Thanks a lot.
9: All right. Appreciate it. Talk to you guys Monday.
1: All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Bob Westfall of the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Yeah, I, I wing, I'm thinking wings. I haven't had wings for a while.
4: And I was going to say this to Bob. I was going to oh. say, you know, the bridge is there. Cross the bridge. Go to Wellsburg. Go up the hill and go to Drovers if you're talking wings. If you're
1: going for wings. Yeah. Uh, if you're that close, you might so as well go to Drovers. There are quite a few good wings places around the Upper Ohio Valley. I be there very are. very clear yes. about that. Generations does good wings. Uh, many places do good wings. But you can't beat Dope Drovers. No, I mean. <laughs> the, the
4: rest of them are playing for second place. What do they
1: say that you know the the original still the best? They're I mean, the best, the a, best. They've been around uh, forever. Are you gonna watch the Super? Oh, I assume you watch it. Are you gonna like have wings and party? Or I are you don't to go out someplace I, to watch I, it.
4: Or? One of my sons will probably be there. Maybe both. We'll see what they want to do, and uh, maybe maybe a couple of small bets. Uh, we're on the board. Donnie Bear and I are on a.
1: Uh, got a couple squares together. So we'll be watching the numbers, Howard. You know, I'll probably be watching more for the ads. But you know what's interesting? I, I was going to talk about it earlier today. We didn't have time. Usually, we're hearing some little snippets and previews and teases about some really clever ads that are coming up. I haven't heard anything about advertising this year, have you? Maybe, Other than we talked about the cost of it.
4: Maybe they're just going to surprise us, or maybe they don't have any.
1: I, I'm thinking we're going to see a bunch of just like no hum. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they. I have was on a, last year's game. Maybe they will have a giant surprise for us. Um, Budweiser is putting a huge amount of money into it because you know they had so much trouble with the culture wars attacking them for Bud Light this past year. They're really trying to, you know, they've got the Clydesdales coming back. And they got the Clydesdales meeting a puppy dog. I mean, they're <laughs> they're going all out for it. So I'll be watching the ads as well. And I, who's who's doing halftime show? I don't know. That's embarrassing, but I, I don't, don't know. I don't know either. Um, I don't really care, but I don't know. I'll be eating wings. That's all I know. All right, my friends. I gotta say sign R. See you. Bye bye. Farewell. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Kirchwell has the calm. That's coming up next, including steam release. Your chance at 1130 to vent on any subject you would like to, including the host. That host, not this host. Although some people do vent about me occasionally, too, on Steam release. Um, So, Hobbies coming up next. Pine Room guys are in. And then busy, busy weekend, Bob, with uh, football tomorrow, right?
4: It is. uh, Lots going on. Don't forget good old boys on sports with Bear and Bob. Super
1: Bowl edition. And then uh OVAC games. Lots of games tomorrow. Five games all day long right here on the Watchdog Radio Network. All right, check it all out. Meantime, you have yourself a great weekend. We will reconvene Monday morning, seven o'clock, right here for another installment of this big gig. Have yourself a great weekend. Oh, I can't buy. I